Hello and welcome to Market Talks, a series of podcasts presented by Argus addressing the events impacting commodities and the energy sector in Brazil and around the world. My name is Renata Cardarelli, Deputy Editor for the Argus Brazil Grains and Fertilizer publication. In today's episode, I talk to Fernando Valle, Commercial and New Projects at the shipping agency Unimar, about the new project costs and regulations in Brazilian ports. Welcome, Fernando. Hello, Renata and everybody. It's a pleasure to us to be here in your podcast. Thank you. Well, in Brazil's National Waterway Transport Agency, ANTAC, suggested a change to the method to calculate port costs. Can you explain it to us, please? And how long has the new resolution been in effect? What were the main changes, Fernando? Well, Renata, first of all, we need to remember that this charge has always existed. This is the main point to start any kind of discussion or conversation. Here in Santos, for example, as it is considered the biggest port in South America, things becoming a little confused. I remember the port of Santos was managed in regulations and charged by Resolution 176.79, the old federal port law regulation. And that was already in need of readjustment, both technician and administrative. Also draw the attention that nowadays, despite having federal legislation, all the ports in the country works under their own administration and the most diverse interpretations from law 8630 is the law of port regulation, which makes the subject very complex. In February 2022, Antac suggested the change in the payment methodology. This change came in force definitely in July 2022 after some discussions by port entities. Basically, what changed was the payment methodology. Where before it was charged for discharge or loading by the quantity of cargo, today is charged according to the ship's cargo dead wage. And here's a previous reminder of uh, what makes up the dead wage. Dead wage is the ship's total cargo wage. This wage includes the cargo, stores, bonded engine, and the total of fuel and the all ballast water capacity that the ship has. Always remembering that this charge affects all port segments, solid books, liquid books, brake books, and container vessels. And uh, in addition to the change in methodology, this change brought another question to the port community, since that now characterizes the head owners or his representative, in this case the agencies, as responsible for the payments. Well, so basically freight rates are higher. Well, how have market participants' doubts been managed and who effectively has been responsible for paying tariffs, Fernando? Well, Renata, as previously informed, the tariff that was previously paid by the receivers and shippers is now considered by the ship owners or agents. For the time being, we have been receiving feedback and even conducting that way for each case to be handled separately with clients. And for sure, this bill will appear in a certain time. It must be paid. As soon as the receiver refuses to pay, the agents inform the charters who informs the ship owners who consequently ends up including this final value in the freight amount which in some cases we have an increase of two reais per metric tons. 
And with the changing resolution, the number of calls in Brazilian ports by the same vessel can increase operation costs. Do vessels that discharge fertilizers in Brazilian ports usually make more than one call, Fernando? Unimar's intelligence website points out that from January to April 2023, we had 312 ships on Brazilian coasts performing around uh, 505 calls. With this number, we have the conclusion that about 43% of the ships made two or more calls in Brazilian coasts. Reminding that the ports that receiving the most calls were Santos Port, Paranagua Port and Rio Grande Port. The numbers for 2023 point to a reduction of almost 12% in the number of ships compared with 2022 and a decrease of less than 1% in the number of calls. As a reference, in 2022, we had 353 ships with 202 calls. It means that both charters and ship owners are trying to optimize as much space as possible on board, since the volume of imported or exported cargo has not decreased. Great. And the change to the tax calculation increased costs for what kind of vessels? And I have another question for you. Can you give us an example of charges before the resolution changed and with the new regulation? Of course, Renata. In fact, this change increased costs for vessels that bring less cargo or grades to be operated and perform more than one call in Brazilian ports, as she will discharge the partial cargo imports but will pay for the entire dead wage of the ship in all ports of call. A simple example of this, a 50,000 tons dead weight ship with 15,000 tons of fertilizer to Santos plus 15,000 ferts to Paranagua plus 10,000 tons of fertilizer to Rio Grande will pay the equivalent of 15,000 tons of dead wage in all three ports and not by the volume operated in each port. And it belongs to discharge or loading. I remember that ships that operate with top-off, a very common case of shipments normally starting in Argentina and due to draft restrictions completed the load in Brazil, also had a very large increase in port costs. Just have an idea of real numbers, a 50,000 dead weight ship that discharged 10,000 tons of cargo in Santos previously paid 41,600 reais, something around $8,300. The same quantity to be discharged nowadays pays 127,700 reais, something around $25,500. Perfect, Fernando. Now it's crystal clear. Basically, three times more in this example. So, the change in the regulation increases costs of vessels that perform more than one call in Brazilian ports and then carry less than 50,000 metric tons. What is the average dead weight of vessels that operate in Brazil? Well, the dead weight average of ships that operate between 2014 and 2023 in Brazil is 47,000 metric tons dead weight. The same ships that wage average that operates between 2022 and 2023 is 53,000 metric tons dead weight, considering that the majority ships are hand size and supramax. 
in numbers, hence size ships, have their dead wage up to 50,000 tons, and Supramax are ships with up to 60,000 tons of dead wage. Also remind that between 2022 and 2023, there was an increase in post-Panamax and Panamax ships at Brazilian coasts. That's really interesting, Fernando. And post-Panamax vessels have a dead weight of up to 95,000 metric tons, and Panamax vessels have a dead weight of up to 80,000 metric tons. That's really interesting. So what are the main factors that reflect in Brazilian ports receiving more post-Panamax and Panamax vessels? Renata, uh, Unimar intelligence system point out to an increase in demand of the regular Asian routes. As a matter of fact, from all the post-Panamax ships that call in Brazil from January to April, 82% has their origin in Southwest Asia. Another economic factors also influenced these new routes, such as the increase in the sea freight, the pandemic situation that definitely outlined the market as a new market, and the rise in fuel prices, especially the green fuels. This is all offset by the freight for return voyage, which is really much better of going to Asia. Amazing. Thanks a lot, Fernando, and thanks a lot, Unimar, as well. This and other episodes of our podcasts are available on the Argos website at www.argosmedia.com. Visit the page to follow the events that affect global commodity markets and understand their developments in Brazil and in Latin America. We'll be back soon with another episode of Market Talks. See you soon. <music>